por la mañana. El podcast de la raza. Tuesday, September 5th. This your boy Chingo Bling. Who else do we have in here? Marisol. Joseph Alvarez. Adrian Delagarza. This is the staff and cast of CBTV. And um, as you guys know, Harvey just hit Houston bad. And um, me and Marisol, we just got back in town. We... We missed it because we had to go to Washington, D.C. Uh, yeah, I mean, we haven't been back in, like, what, two weeks? Three, one week? How long has it been? Yeah, it's been uh, two week weeks. Half, it's been yeah. too long. Almost two weeks, yeah. Yeah, for long. sure. So, Joseph was uh, stuck in Huntsville. Yes, sir. Adrian, where, you, where were you, Northside? Yeah, I stuck on the north side, actually. All right. So, we just want to do a recap and just, um, I haven't podcasted in a while. Um been slacking on in the podcast department uh we definitely want to get back on it but we also had planned on because cbtv was postponed because the episode was pretty much non-existent uh we decided we were like hey we should all film um we should film like what we're up to you know what i mean wherever we're at because we were in dallas for a little bit we were in dc and then we were, had to go to oxnard where we raised funds um but Did y'all get to film anything? We really didn't. Yeah, I, I actually got to film a little bit. I mean, it wasn't bad over there. It was just like ra a normal rainy day. But other than that... But you couldn't was, get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all the freeways were closed, like shut down and everything. So, But whenever I did come back, we uh, actually went through the neighborhood and stuff, and everything was flooded. We saw houses that were flooded. I saw a house that was burnt down, and it was it was crazy. It was it was. The, uh, the president was right by your house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't get to see him or anything, but I heard, I heard some uh, like whoop, uh, like a few streets down that he was there and stuff. I, yeah. was, I wasn't interested. Well, I, I, was heard interested. Had, I heard you made a few posters that uh, <laughs> you were holding up, waiting for him to. I mean, you can see me in the background. That no, I'm just playing. <laughs> well, we actually had to take off um, before the storm came because we were afraid we wouldn't be able to fly out, which is exactly what happened. So we got to Dallas Thursday. We actually didn't make it all the way, y'all. We were so tired. We had to stop halfway. It was Thursday night? Thursday night. The, uh, the night before the storm came, uh, we were scheduled to fly out early from Houston, right? Saturday morning. Um, I guess the day after. The, yeah. Yeah, like 48 hours from there. It's like, hey, two days from now, we have to fly out from Houston Hobby to Washington, D.C. I don't think we're going to be able to. So either we're going to cancel D.C., Inconvenience the club and the staff, inconvenience the comedians, and of course, inconvenience the fans. And it's like that's a lot of people you're inconveniencing. Um, so we said, hey, you know, let's let's drive to Dallas now because I had a, an appearance to do for Bud Light at Bombshells. So as soon as we were done with that, they were like, okay, man, thanks, uh, everything went cool, thank you. And I was like, all right, well, we're going home to pack. <laughs> and then we drove. We took after we we're done packing, which took a little while. Drove to Dallas, almost made it to Dallas, and I was already like dozing off. Yeah, I said, no. <laughs> that's, that's you exactly. Good? You good? You good? Listen, you good? and I don't. Tr good. I can't trust somebody driving at night. I've got that little control issue, exactly. so I kept like, nah, I can't fall asleep. And then I literally asked you. I said, Are you okay? Can I just sleep for 30 minutes? And I'm gonna set an alarm. I'll wake up. It wasn't even five minutes into it. It was like, oh, it's all over. We need to find a hotel. We're not going to make it. So we, we had already booked a hotel in too, Dallas. though. In Dallas. So we lost that. We but lost it was that. For safety purposes, you know, it was probably like, what, three in the morning? Because I'm, I'm a lightweight right now. I'm an old man. <laughs> and then we had to get, and we still had to get, we were still an hour away from Dallas. 
So we booked some random hotel, and then we had to get up still super early to finish driving into Dallas to catch the plane to D.C. Uh, hung out in D.C. for a few days. Shout out to everybody. Um, they came out to the D.C. Improv. That's like my third time. Yeah. That's my third time. I've only been doing stand-up three years. That's already my third time going there. It's a super cool club. Um, and Allison at... At uh, the improv, there is awesome. Like that man, Antoine. Also, man, shout Antoine, out to Antoine. Yeah. They filmed yeah. my set. They filmed it. They gave me the. Um, they sent me a Dropbox link, so I, I was able to study that a little bit. But obviously, I'm still working on my set. We've already been tweaking and changing. But the crowd in DC is amazing. So they were just like generous. Like I didn't deserve them kind of laughs. <laughs> but they showed so much love, man. Uh, you would think that I've been working on that set for a long time, but no. Um, and then we had to do what? Fly back to Dallas? We flew back to Dallas. That was, Dallas was like home base. Yeah. Okay. Because we couldn't come back. Same reason. Roads were flooded. Can't we had no to... idea if our, if our house was good or not. The car was in Dallas. The car, the yeah. Oh. So we had to book a hotel in Dallas. Again. In communication with his sister, with Dalila. Dalila was kind of basically, usually it's a sister, Pat, we, who, we, who Pat we call Pat.com. Pat. But this time it was Dalila. And Dalila was actually the one kind of telling us, hey, no, y'all can't come home. There's the no way. The city shut down. Like, yeah. it's underwater. Yep. <clears throat> we didn't get to see that. I know there's still parts right now that haven't dried up. So we... So we Flew into Dallas. We stayed at the Belmont. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Actually. Which was an old school uh, hotel in um, Oak Cliff, where Midnight Comedian Midnight is from. Oak Cliff, and um, that's my hood. <laughs> and it, and it's like starting to get a little gentrified in that section, so you could just see like new new stuff. Um, we went so to Trinity Grove or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's this little area dinner. called Trinity Grove. Mm-hmm. We went and had dinner there. We went to check out Deep Ellum, another cool little area that looks like 6th Street. It's just bars and bands and restaurants and stuff. And um, also, I walked down to uh, the parlor barbershop, which is like down the street. And that's where Midnight's brother-in-law works. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting my hair cut and everyone in there is talking about like Harvey and all this crazy stuff. And the barber said, hey, tomorrow we're going to a shelter to get free haircuts and we're taking supplies. I was like, count me in, I'm down. And um, we got up, went to uh, like Family Dollar, just bought a bunch of toiletries, soaps, um, just a bunch, a bunch of random stuff. And uh, went down to East Dallas. The name, was, the name of the place is um, Samuel Grand Recreation Center. And um, that rec center was turned into a shelter. <clears throat> so the guy that's, like, in charge of that park, you know, they have a tennis court, uh, a gymnasium. Well, the gymnasium now is full of little cots and beds, full okay. of um, full of playpens and cribs, which were donated <clears throat> not from the Red Cross, not from FEMA, not taking nothing away from them. It was donated from people <clears throat> in the neighborhood. Uh, they told me that uh, ladies in the neighborhood were... Uh, doing laundry for the people there. A lot of people from Houston, they had like 200 people uh, there. So, you know, they were helping out that way. Uh, some restaurants were coming to bring warm, like hot meals, like catering Y'all, lunch. it was depressing though. Like, really no were. joke, Kids, man. It was so, pets. it broke my heart. I like, I am such a like softy. So I was trying really hard. Not saying that adults, adults don't make me sad, but seeing children just, kill me oh, yeah. so the fact that 
They took him to the park for an hour to distract him from what was going on. I can only imagine the trauma it's going to cause these children. You know, as they get older, it's something that they're going to remember so vivid. Like, I had to evacuate. My house was flooded. I have no clothes. We had to stay in the shelter. They got enrolled. The military comes in, too. So that's that's even... The military comes in, too. That's even crazier. I saw a lot of military personnel in Katy everywhere. Marines, Air Force, wow. uh, Coast Guard, everybody was out there, Kate. Yeah, it was just really sad to see, like just those those little cots they had in the in in the uh, gym, and just watching the like literally, we were in the cafeteria, y'all, and like the families sitting together, they like were round tables. yeah, round tables. It was almost like they were they were so like um, you can tell they were like, damn. We're fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing we're going to be able to do after this. It's basically like, we're going to stick it out here. And then I guess we'll see what happens when we get home. You know, one lady told me she was from Freeport. Mm -hmm. And uh, she said her entire first floor was gone. She said she was on the second floor was the only thing left. And she only knew that because a family member told her, your house is gone. So she's like, so when I get home. I'm, I basically start over because, you know, all I have is the top floor of my house. Yeah. It was, like, crazy, though, y'all. It was really – and today, actually, picking up Mickey from school, I got to drive down Scarsdale. Oh, yeah. There's, there's oh, a lot of – Oh, my lot, God. A lot of people have trash and stuff in their front oh, yeah. lawns and everything. Yeah, yeah, they're still Our stripping. Carpet, yeah. Junk, trash, branches. Just a bunch of stuff. <clears throat> um, you know what's crazy, man? Um, while we were in California – uh, the conversation came up with people from out there, and they don't sometimes they don't really understand because they have earthquakes, they have fires, they have different stuff, they have a drought, they don't know what a um, hurricane is really. So one dude made a little smart out of comment like during the meet and greet. I think he was drunk, but he's like, "Oh man, y'all just got a little water, little rain, little water. Uh, a little water never hurt nobody. Uh, well, we got fires over here, bro, because the fires were happening yeah. over there." Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, so, I mean, 180,000 homes lost and damaged and flooded, but okay. 40,000 cars total gone. I saw that footage yeah. of, like, I guess the junkyard where yeah. they're keeping all those flooded cars. Yeah, that's cars. out in Sealy. That's out in Sealy. Right? Holy smoke. Y'all, today I seriously was driving down Scarsdale and I got a little knot in my throat. Like, I just felt... You choked up. I choked up. Like, I was like, eee. I, I am... So, I'm I'm usually grateful. Seriously, like I I do this every morning when I wake up. I say I this is what I say. Thank you God for another day of life. Thank you for what I have. Thank you for letting me allow you know to start another day. Yeah. And even more so after seeing that it, is it's like you appreciate yeah a, tooth, way, a, a warm shower yeah. a hot meal a roof over your head uh, just being dry and not and going to sleep like in calm bed. and not worrying yeah. about yeah. Yeah, and speaking of, like, going to sleep in your own bed, I mean, we were gone. I've been gone before because of work, but, you know, I hadn't seen my kid, and just seeing the city hurt, and then just, like, it's an emotional roller coaster, all the social media stuff. So you see, like, these cool, like, smiles and people helping each other and unity and positivity, and then you see, like, the bad stuff, too, you know, like, all the devastation, and it, it, it was on every channel. You know what I mean? It's like you couldn't take your your mind off of it because yeah. it's home. 
Yeah. And and when we finally last night when we finally landed in Dallas and then drove down to Houston and we finally got into the city and you saw the skyline, it was like, all right, this is home. Even though like I I, I bitch about the uh, humidity, the traffic, the heat, stuff like that. But it's it's still home. It's home I home, love man. Texas. Like yeah. I am Texas proud. Like I don't like all the time. I wear a necklace that has yeah. Texas. I have a bracelet that has we Texas. About to go get a Texas tattoo. Like that. <laughs> and you know what's funny? That, that I always said that was going to be my last tattoo was a Texas, Texas. tattoo. I want Texas. But I haven't like the guy who used to do my tattoos. He's no longer in Houston. So like I'm like I'm just not going to let anyone just do it. You know. Mm-hmm. But it was funny because I was like. Okay, now I really am going to get it. And I kept saying that was going to be my last tattoo, you know, and I just need to go get it done. So for me, it was like, this is home for me. I don't care if it's humid. I don't care if there's traffic. Like, Texas, I love Texas. I really do. I also saw memes that were trying to explain to out, like, out-of-towners just how big the city is. Because some people, when they think Texas, they think longhorns and cattle and uh, horses. And we're just all in the yeah. country. But I saw the memes where it's like, it's the fourth largest city. It has millions of people in the population. And then just the land span of it, it's like, I forget what it was. It's like the size of blah, blah, blah with twice the population of Manhattan, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's different Mm -hmm. ways. And then they start breaking down the trillions of gallons of water, like compared to other storms. or uh, other cities. Mm -hmm. Other Other cities would have been gone with that type of rain. Yeah. Easy. Uh, I saw. I actually saw a meme where it's like the flood water, what it would be like in Toronto, and it was like up skyscrapers and stuff and stuff like that. So what? Why? Because yeah. is there's in a, like a dip? Well, no. I mean, it was just like comparing it to a different city, the like, amount of gallons yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. But uh, I mean, I, I've heard the city. I mean, uh, Houston was built on top of like just. I know we have bayous. I've always known that, but something about like they filled in some stuff too. I, I, I believe Fourth Ward was kind of filled in because uh, it was, like, not the best real estate in the world. But um, also, Joel Osteen, J.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other, you know what I mean? Like, And then everybody and their mom has a GoFundMe link or, you know, a lot of people need it for, like, funerals, like people that drown. Um, and then you have the DACA stuff going on. So some people are getting hit up by, like, the Trump's decision, supposedly, that they're going to take away that Dream- Dreamers Act. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't kept up with everything. Supposedly Jeff Sessions made the announcement, and and it was one of his campaign promises. So it affects a lot of people in my family and just a lot of people in the Latin community. But a lot of Houstonians, like I saw a story about a, a firefighter dude that was out there rescuing people, and um, he was a recipient of DACA or whatever, and now that's going to, even though he's out here being yeah. an American yeah. hero, yeah. it's going to affect him. I also heard that uh, one of the people that drowned is a is a the dreamer uh like a recipient whatever of daca and his family something about they're not allowed in to come in to, to get the body to bury him like just a lot of wow. yeah a lot of different stuff <clears throat> obviously joe lowstein uh which you may see a little something about on cbtv on my youtube <laughs> starring joseph alvarez <laughs> um you know he was being he's been criticized for years for like just being so rich and having a mega church and it being his church being like the stadium where the Houston Rockets used to play and they bought it in 2005 and he, he got in all this hot water because the day of the storm when people were really seeking refuge and stuff traditionally a church 
is there open arms no matter yeah, what, exactly. just based on Christianity or whatever religion you are. Um, and in this case, people went out there. Social media played such a big role in, in this whole thing. So, for instance, at, at a Lakewood church, people were out there with cell phones. Now that we have smartphones and cameras and social media and all this stuff. And they were just filming like, look, their church is not flooded. It's not gonna flood it's nowhere near flooding and the doors are locked look we're showing you they're locked you you can't come in and so people called him out and uh so basically the pressure from the people and twitter made it to where he had to make a statement he had to make excuses he had to retract he had to kind of he had his own crisis to fix and uh i tweeted uh something about I used him as an example, but I shouldn't have. It was like, now is not the time to nitpick celebrities like Joe Osteen, who you think aren't doing enough, um, either help or be quiet. And some people got on me. Mm. Like, well, fuck you then, bitch. I do you got there. Get off Joe Osteen's nuts. It's just it's like, it's, I get it. There are a lot of people out there who are just honestly being crooked. But do you really think we have time to be crooked? I mean, I seriously don't have time to... Right. You know, people saying, like, oh, how much of that money are oh, you no. keeping? No, you no, know? no. I was talking about when I was... Def- it seemed like I was sticking up for Joe Lopes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people were like, well, you be quiet because us being on Twitter talking about him forced him to help. Think about how many people got help now. So I had to go back and edit my tweet to take his name out because my point wasn't about him. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. I mean, it was just like, uh, like you were just trying to say like in, 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 in a catastrophe that's going on, like, like talking about it. Yeah. Instead of sitting back and being a troll yeah. and blaming it. Yeah. And just looking at, yeah. well, let me go on Slim Thug's page to see what he helped. Exactly. Let me see yeah. what J.J. Watt is doing. Uh, let me see what Kevin Hart gave. Oh, that's all you gave? And I'm just going to leave a comment. That means that you're not helping. You yeah. could be out doing something. Um, my buddy DJ Buddha, who's, who lives in L.A. now, he's from here. And he actually was like, took the role of dispatcher. Like he was using that, I think it was the Zello app. So there was a crew of um, rescuers, like civilians in southeast Houston. They're probably from Texas City or something. And uh, they had boats. With, uh, you know, a lot of folks down there do. And they decided to come in and start rescuing people out of their houses. And my buddy Buddha, who was in L.A., was using social media and, like, retweeting and reposting, like, people with addresses. Like, my dad is on dialysis. He's on the second floor. The water's creeping up. This is the address. So he would, like, get on the Zello. And he was guiding these people. He was, like, their eyes and ears. And he was telling me that um, they saved, like, so many families, like, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of people just going... Uh, boat by boat, house by house, and he also said that some of the rescue people ended up dying because they went in some area with water where they got electrocuted. Mm-hmm. So he almost felt bad, like, "Damn, man, you know, we told them not to go that way." Blah blah blah. Um, so this is crazy, man. Yeah, Social crazy. media played a, a major role. Like during Katrina, I'm sure Facebook was out, but it was just, that was just a whole another. I don't think it was as. Uh, I don't think social media was as big as it is now back in yeah, Katrina, definitely. so I don't think so. Um, but another it's apples and oranges, it's two different. Yeah, things. but it's amazing though uh, how many people did reach out to help, like people from El Paso, like that one guy who mm-hmm. brought his little uh, his eighteen wheeler. I'm sorry, what was it? Uh, I don't know. He uh, whatever like a truck. He, he brought a whole a truck of it. Truck, yeah. We have another guy from Alabama um, uh-huh. who's going to come this week and also meeting up with Donkey Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we don't. We were. 
obviously the the warehouse that that Chingo has for print, screen printing isn't as big, so we could only take X amount of donations. Which Dalila yeah, so helped sis, a yeah, lot of families. Sister, Man, she helped. My sister, my nephew, and like volunteers were helping collect stuff and also making sure it got distributed to people who weren't getting the help. So, for example. Right there on Scarsdale and 45 South, right there by your house, mm-hmm. there's these apartments behind the Dairy Queen. Yeah. Well, I guess a lot of undocumented people, like just, uh, I mean, like maybe language barrier. For whatever reason, people weren't able to get in there and, or they weren't able to get out to go to um, a shelter or pick up supplies and stuff. So I think my sister and other folks were finding a way to get it to like specific families who won't, won't qualify for FEMA. You know what I mean? Because they don't have the citizenship or the right paperwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she helped a lot of families. So, you know, shout out to Dalila, too, for holding it down down here while, you know. Um, uh, shout out to Trey the Truth. Um, because he was also, like, in a canoe and shit, uh, going out with folks, helping people. Because one thing I, I saw on his post is true that a lot of people don't realize. Although people are donating money to Red Cross or different organizations um, or people donating things or whatever the case may be one of the points he made is some people don't have time to fill out paperwork right now and wait for hope later it's like some stuff has to get done like right now yeah Uh, dj mr rogers i think even i haven't checked on uh, his instagram today but i like i was sending him people people that are like i have a bunch of supplies and i hey man call him like my buddy from oklahoma brought a, a truck Full of stuff, and I, we're out of town. I said, get with Rogers. He's taking it to areas that really, really need it. So if you look at DJ Mr. Rogers on Instagram, he was showing, like, day by day. Like, for instance, we just got word that Wharton, Texas, or Fort Bend out that way still didn't have water, still didn't have food, still didn't have supplies. They're not receiving the help because, as you said, Adrian, like Coast Guard or whoever, they can't hit everywhere at once. So some mm-hmm. people are stuck waiting. Um, and then he also went to Beaumont and Port Arthur. We saw like on a Bun B's wife's Instagram one barbecue out there in Port Arthur. Or yeah, they're passing out um, <clears throat> plates. Yeah, like catering. You know, mm-hmm. like some folks that they know, uh, little catering companies and stuff. Uh, I heard Pimp C's son, uh, Pimp C, best rapper in the world ever lived. You know what I'm saying? His son had to get rescued, uh, and that's East Texas. So the storm came. It hit all the little towns near Corpus. Um, like Port Aransas, Rockport, mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember all the other cities. <clears throat> I think it hit Victoria pretty bad. Flooded the hell out of us <clears throat> and then went east and devastated Beaumont and um, and Port Arthur. Like They called it the Golden Triangle. Those I think it's Orange, Texas, right there by Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And I saw one video, an image. It literally looked like a lake with a little freeway prop. Like oh, stuck yeah, in the middle Gulf, of Gulfway, uh, Gulf Eastern or something like that. It was like I ten, yeah, and it was like this is the highway you would normally. This is a major U.S. highway that would take you into these towns going into Louisiana, just like what an hour or two east of uh, Houston, and it looked crazy because I think one of their levees broke. Yep. And, t- and talk about uh, Adrian, if you if you know a thing or two about how those um. Levees and stuff in uh, like West, like Katy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Northwest. So area. basically, they just fill up the bayous, and once they get filled up, they they kind of force it all to a, a reservoir, and which has a levee. And when it gets to a certain height or a certain uh, 
I guess, amount of water in this levee, they, they have to drop the, the gate because then it'll break the whole entire levee and then we'll have a big-ass problem. But oh, basically, they dropped, they, they dropped the levee in certain areas in Katy, and they uh, basically had to have a huge portion of Katy evacuated because everything was underwater. Second, the two-story two homes were underwater. It's crazy, everything. Well, just by Maid Creek, right? Ba- Maid like Creek, Creek every, Yeah, everything on the south side of Houston, basically. So uh, I guess Highway 6 up to high, uh, Highway 99, which is uh, Grand Parkway, everything in that area, right before, I guess, uh, Briar Forest up to I-10, all that was underwater. Memorial, too, Memorial they underwater, say. Memorial underwater, Wow, Memorial's basically. underwater. I grew up in yeah. that area, too. I went to high school right around there, so um, I saw a bunch well, your, of your high school was actually a main base for all the uh, the FEMA, the care yeah. packages, all that. That's where I really saw all the, the Army, the military, and everybody was at your old high school. Yeah. So, um, so what Adrian just described is basically, um, I forget the department of the city that makes this decision. I think it's like the, uh, um, the Army Corps of Engineers or something. I think so, yeah. But basically, long story short, what he's saying is, hey, we're going to sacrifice this whole area, like neighborhoods and houses. We're literally going to sacrifice them because we're going to go ahead and choose to uh, uh, do a controlled flood. Yeah. Like, we're going to flood this area so that this thing doesn't give and floods a larger portion of the city exactly. at once, yep. which is what happened in Katrina where people went to bed. They went to sleep thinking... We, we made it. We survived. Like, it wasn't that bad. It left. Well, the problem was it Katrina <clears throat> left a lot of rain, yeah. and those levees weren't built properly, and they just, they weren't... Collapsed, man. Yeah. So, unfortunately, our mayor and our folks, unfortunately, they were able to... And I say unfortunate because it was such a bad thing that happened in Katrina, but people went through it, and we learned a thing or two. So, mm-hmm. like... And that's why I think um, when Rita, Hurricane Rita hit a few years ago, well, it didn't really hit. What did it hit? It like east, like Louisiana maybe? Or, yeah, I, I think so. it hit Lake Charles, stuff like that. So I'm sure they had damage. But a lot of people in Houston were scared as shit because Katrina just happened, right? It was fresh on our minds. Like people even like northern Mississippi, um, parts of Mississippi even were like out of power for a long time. They couldn't get to nobody in New Orleans. So when when they announced Hurricane Rita, a lot of us chose, including myself, chose to evacuate, yeah. which left us as sitting ducks on the freeway. So yeah. from Houston, if you're not from here, Houston to Austin is normally a what three hour drive tops, two about two, two and forty five, two and a half, with that lead foot the way I drive. <laughs> so what? Long story short, we were on that road for uh, I think twenty four hours. Same here. Trump, where, where did you go? Uh, we went to Austin. To Austin, we were trying to get to uh, San Antonio. It took us a day. I, I was driving a suburban. I, I had a bunch of people in my vehicle, and I was just up, awake, nervous as shit. Because we were all thinking we're not moving, and we think the storm is coming. And because of that, a lot of people are criticizing the mayor and stuff, saying, well, "Why didn't y'all evacuate?" Yeah, Out of towners yeah. who don't understand hurricanes are like, "Well, why didn't y'all leave? Well, why do y'all live there? Wait, you're going back there?" Mm. Yes, motherfuckers. H town. Stage. That's not the only crazy thing, though, because like after everything went down and everything settled and all the floods were were gone and stuff, uh, the city still had curfew. And I don't know if anybody it's else has still, had curfew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in Katy, it's from ten to six a.m. I don't know about Houston itself, but 
driving on a road that has curfew is a ghost town. It looks scary like scary shit, man. It really is. It's, it's, it's like scary. the apocalypse happening or something. I'll, honestly, you I was you don't want to. I, I was out like at three the other night, and Why? I was just well, you know, I was just chilling with my friends and stuff uh, like that. So, yeah, right. But but anyways, uh, like I was driving around. I was scared to get like I was gonna get pulled over, but um, I just looked around and there was no cars, no. no I just felt alone. Like it, okay. was, it was crazy. True story. And I shouldn't. We shouldn't even be comparing a place where the people were in Dallas. Mm-hmm. The shelter. The shelter, y'all. I swear, like it was like Walking Dead. Oh dang! Wow. Like the, that's what that exactly what it reminded the, me. Because what it is is you see like. Welcome, welcome, come on in, come on in, we're setting up. And you just see like people like putting the water and stuff, and you see like people walking around. You know when, when you went to go meet the governor, like in the show, where they went to the governor's little compound, oh, yeah, and you yeah. have like people trying to be, have normalcy, and we have movie night tonight, and we had McAllister's bring, uh, McAllister's Deli brought us food. Yeah. And, um, and then they're distributing like the stuff that's being donated, it's being kept in the, the weight room, and then it's, and the, be, it's the being room. given like... Divvied as, out. Uh, divvied out as needed. Like, you know, see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, you just can't, you know how you've seen a lot of pictures where they've just got all this clothes out yeah. and you're just going to pick whatever you want. No, there's, or like, it's organized and here. It requires people. Yeah. Or manpower. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. So, so back to the analogy of a walking dead. Um, so we're walking in and that guy, Abelardo, I believe his name is, um, he was the, the dude in charge, right? He's like, okay, over here. He's we the got- governor. Yeah, he was the governor, right? He's like, he's like, over here, we got FEMA set up, uh, doing some paperwork. Over here, we got Red Cross. And then in this room, we have some medics. And then, hold on, I got to make an announcement. Hey, if anybody, da-da-da, diabetes medicine, whatever, whatever. And then they got to say it in Spanish. Uh, make sure you get with these people something about your medication. Which is, that's already crazy. And he's just walking around kind of like, okay, we have some supplies here. Almost like like they're, they're building a fort, taking refuge, and then guarding supplies. Yeah. So it's trippy. That's, I, I could, honestly, we had to go. I had I told Chingo, I said, um, hey, I'm, re- I'm ready to go. Like, I just couldn't see it. And then I'm an animal lover. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So then I see a man who's got a little poodle, like my poodle. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, the, the poodle is trembling like trembling galore and i'm like oh my god i'm like letting her smell my hands so that i know i'm friendly and i said man she's super nervous like yeah well you know she's having to stay in the shelter she can't stay because at an animal shelter because she can't stay with them at the shelter they're not allowed so spca is sheltering animals as well which no one really kind of focused on them it's like no one thinks about them and i i know that animals aren't like humans but if you're an animal owner they are your human you know what i'm saying so it's kind of like it's hurt it hurt she was scared and he has to hold her so he gets he goes and picks her up in the morning from from spca and then when it's time for her to go back because they because the dog has a curfew they've all animals have to be put back at a certain wow. time even the dogs, it, even the dogs yeah. because well because we got to remember they've got to take dogs and then they put them where they need to go so they got to be organized as yeah, well because yeah, they're yeah. being the shelter for these pets <clears throat> Uh, two things I want to talk about before I forget. We're going to talk about those uh, troll comments with the uh, the money that we raised with the link that we have that we're going to give to the Greater Houston Community Fund. So we raised $20,000. Um, shout out to Combate Americas who um, matched the first 5000 that we collected. 
And they matched it, put us at 10, and then we went and did some shows in Oxnard for charity, and then that took us to the 20. Um, but, you know, people leave little comments because, you know, I get it. Like, everyone and their mom has a link, and then you don't know if you could trust the Red Cross or who's doing what with all this money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. People even hit up JJY like, oh, man, who is this guy? How is this legit? Mm-hmm. Uh, people that didn't know he was a football player. But, um, but yeah, somebody left a comment. Somebody, oh, you know, old people or something. But, like, someone left a comment on mine, like, how much of that are you going to pocket? And I'm like, man, I'm not going to go back and forth with this dude. Like, I did for a second. Like, zero, you dumbass. I, like, screenshot, posted it. But then I took it down because I just want to try to keep it positive. As it is, social media is, like, kind of depressing right now. I don't know if it's calmed down, but it was just Harvey, 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 Harvey. Yeah. I mean, you you had to, right? It's like, you got to... You gotta, if there's a way you can amplify something or post something that's gonna help or give information, then it's kind of your job responsibility. And another thing was um, some other effects that came from this Harvey thing. For instance, gas co- uh, gas apocalypse, uh, which is what they're calling it. Price gouging. Price yeah. gouging. So, for instance, we were in Dallas, people going crazy over the gasoline. They can't get the gasoline. They're waiting in line for gas. Gas pumps are empty. No gas trucks can come into the city. Refineries blew up or are flooded in, in the Houston area. Um, and, and I think San Antonio and other parts were like... And Houston. Oh, also, Houston, yeah, yeah, Katie. Yeah, I know of, Katie was... A lot of the was... gas stations were flooded out, and they weren't telling the people... So people were actually putting water instead of gasoline into their gas tanks and like, fucking up their wow. car. Wow. Are you kidding you me? Yo, I swear. And people were actually <laughs> having their cars stall out, and they would continue letting these people rack up their, That's their crazy. gas. Because they were making money in the end. I mean, who cares on their side? Oh, wow. So, I mean, a lot of these Scummy. people, yeah, a lot of these people didn't have flooded cars. They just got their car fucked up because they put gas in it. Wow. I mean, uh, water instead of gas. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, it's funny. Um, we, you know, we had our car in Dallas. I had gone to the gym or something, and uh, I just happened to put gas because I was about to run out of gas. You know, like I was almost on E. So I just decided to go ahead and, you know, let me go fill up, you know. And then next thing you know, I go, pull up to the hotel, and it's like, excuse me, ma'am. And I, she goes, are, are, did you drive here? And I said, yes. Yeah. She goes, Go put gas in your car now. She's like, they're gonna shut down the pumps. And I'm like, oh, I just pumped gas. I swear, I was. It was so airheaded. Me, I was like, no, I just put gas. She goes, no, the pumps are gonna be shut down. I know what I'm telling you. But I just coincidentally pumped, like, Mm -hmm. filled up my tank, and then, sure enough, the pumps got shut down in Dallas. It was crazy. Yeah, I even saw videos of. People recording other people in Houston where they were buying cases and cases of water and selling it for $45 oh, yeah. for a yeah. 24 pack. Uh, Pete's, uh, I'm sorry, Chingo's sister, uh, Dalila, posted something about a, a store around the corner from on Scarsdale or something where the guy was selling a, uh, a case of water for $25. No. Can you believe that? $25. My thing is, like, how do you go to bed at night? Just like being knowing. Scummy, yeah, just like being selfish. Steal, exactly. Especially when people are in need and stuff. Exactly. It's just like, why? That, was, that was the excuse one of the gas station uh, clerks gave was that that if they're if it's a time of need, that those people who really need it are going to come and pay the price for it. That's why the, their price went up. Those who come in and take the gas at that high-priced rate are going to suffer because they're buying gas because they don't need it. So therefore, they bump the price up for those who really need it and those who don't. That's bullshit. It's so crazy to me. Yeah, like, all throughout Houston, it was happening. It's crazy. Yeah. It really is. 
Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. I got one of those troll messages via Instagram, and my answer to them is, I go to sleep with a clear conscience every night. You know, so it's like yep. if you can honestly go to bed being dirty to people like that, I feel sorry for you. I really do. So, <laughs> um, I don't know what our cutoff date. Our goal to, for the fund that, that we set up was fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we're gonna wait till it hits twenty five, or, or we're just gonna just. I mean, I'm not gonna say end it now or whatever, but um, we we shall see. We gotta we gotta recap, make that decision. So um, I don't know. We have question. yeah. So. Because we have to go back to working, that's the other thing. You know, it's like you you don't want to post anything. You you don't want to be insensitive. Like I, yeah, you know? I, don't, I don't feel bad promoting this uh, Spokane, Washington, <laughs> September 10th. <laughs> Tickets on my website now. I feel bad doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tacoma, Washington at the Tacoma Comedy Club, September 12th. Tickets on my website. I don't want to do that because people are like, dude, how can you do that? Because Harvey. Harvey's happening. You know what I mean? Um, hell, we, we're still under curfew. So, however, if you are from the Portland, Oregon area, <laughs> no, yeah, maybe I'll I put mean, this at the beginning, or I'll just put all my dates at the no, end. No, you re- seriously. I mean, we. I told him I was like, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody else is not going through what Texas is going no, through, no, you no, know. So they're leaving. They're living normal lives. It's it's us right now that are not. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I told him like. You think your fans from from freaking Spokane or, or Washington are like, all right, cool, bro. I, I get it. Can you stop stuff. posting depressing things? You know, but, like so. When I see um, a, see, I, I'm from here. Like this is home. Yeah. Like I'll be damned if I'm not gonna help or do my best. Of course. Um, yeah. Um, you know. So, however, I'm not knocking like other folks that just are kind of keeping quiet about it i mean they're probably not from here or they they probably see like hey it's not my i'm not in the business of promoting depressing news and spreading like phone numbers for the red cross and information and links and stuff um so yeah so a lot of the people who choose to we stay out of that they they're just business as usual and they just you go on their stuff and they you don't see any mention at all it's just still memes or whatever. I have to tell y'all something funny that I got on Snapchat. What's up? Um, so this morning I posted about vitamins, right, mm-hmm. on my Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And so this girl sends me a message that says, I'm so glad you finally changed the subject. She's like, I didn't know how to ask if you were going to bring, like, talk about anything about fitness. She goes, you know, everything had been about the 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 whole hurricane thing, right? So she's like, but I made my donation to y'all's fund. <laughs> like she wanted me to change the subject, but she also wanted me to know, like, hey, I donated before I, I donate. yeah, before <laughs> I asked you to change the subject, I did donate. I felt so bad, and she's like, I'm, she's like, I'm so glad you posted something different that didn't have to just do with you know Harvey. Yeah. She's like. I was just like, oh, my God. She goes, and then I'd go to Chingo's page. His is also about Harvey. He's like, I guess that's the topic right yeah. now. But I, I feel mean, bad. It's home. We weren't even here. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm having to call and check on my dad, check on my mom, check on my kid, check on friends, check on, like, is our house good? Check on everything. And uh, so that's that's gonna be top of mind for us you know what i mean it's like your city like your city is a bowl right now and it's just 
full of water and it just looks crazy. It looks like a crazy ghost town. There's so much like chaos and panic and looting, and just emotions. Oh, yeah. and, looting was crazy. Looting, bro. Looting. I, I, I saw signs, about six or seven signs, when it after it happened. Saying you loot, we, we shoot. shoot. Yeah. It's great. Right. Um, I know for a fact spring. they said. Uh, I saw. I saw in the spring area there was a memorial. lot. Memorial. They said memorial, memorial area's yeah. got signs like yeah. HP. I mean Memorial PD is set up shop. Yeah. And they're just straight like saying you loot, we shoot. But yeah, I mean not even that. I mean you'll get shot, but you're still gonna pay a hefty price with jail time because they're they're cracking down on the the jail time with people who loot here in Houston. Oh, you know it's crazy. Um, not to get all like into the race thing but like in the past i think it was katrina where where like the media you know what i mean the media gets criticized where they'll show like like a black dude who grabbed a couple of like food items or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like a looter like it was a thing in newspaper and the headlines like a looter that blah 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 and then they had like a white person who uh, again out of survival grabbed some a few items and it's like a uh, New Orleans resident fighting to survive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a double standard or whatever. And then we, we earlier, um, what we were writing is Joe Osteen rap. I think the word refugee came up or yeah, something. Yeah. And we're like, no, dude. Um, I guess they're using the word evacuees. But for some reason, when Katrina happened in New Orleans, they were throwing around, throwing around the word refugee. Yeah. Like, these people were from a different country. Yep. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. But if you are from the Portland area, uh, <laughs> no real real talk though. Can you go ahead and uh, run the dates for? Yeah, that way. Uh, yeah. That way, you know, usually we do this at the end or the beginning. All right. <clears throat> so we have Spokane, Washington. This is in a couple days, September 10th. Tacoma, Washington. I haven't been out here for comedy, so I'm super excited. September 12th, Portland, Oregon. We're bringing new material to y'all. It's my first time out there for comedy. September 13th. Ontario, California, we're doing the improv. That's out there in Orange County. Uh, shout out to my boy Gustavo out there. September 28th. And then I'm super excited about this one. The historic, this is like the oldest comedy club in the country. The Ice House is on the east side out there in Pasadena. So all my people in East Los and that whole area, man, Montebello, y'all come through. That's September 29th. Um, yeah, so hopefully we could. Uh, I see it's on there twice on my website. What's that? Oh, there's two shows. Well, Seven because it's an early show and late show. Yeah, so yeah. the Ice House Pasadena. That's end of September, and then oh man, we going back to Denver. Already? Six, six, How many months ago was that? Yeah, so we were six in shows Denver. in Denver. How long ago was that? Six months. Yeah, it's been six months. Dog. First of all, uh, y'all know it's legal in Denver, so y'all know what I'm gonna be doing. October sixth, seventh. <laughs> Eighth. That's my birthday weekend. Ooh, in Denver. I'm taking my baby to Denver for her birthday, baby. We all know it's for work, but he tries to make me believe that it's for my birthday. He's like, we're going to Denver for your birthday. No, we're going for work, actually. Addison, Texas. Improv, October 26th. San Antonio, the countdown city, 210. When I was in college, I used to always look at this place, the River City uh, Comedy Club in the River Center downtown, and I used to always think, man, it would be so dope to go up there one day and do stand-up. That's November 2nd. And I think I think we're going to end the year in San Antonio, November 2nd? Yes, November... we are. Oh, so what does it say? 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th? It's nice. a Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. One show Sunday, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome because I love San Antonio. I went to college there. I lived there for five years. 
And um, I had a hell of a time. Still have a lot of friends. That's where I started my, my whole Chingo Bling career. That's where I did public radio. Um, that's when I first started writing raps. And um, all the folks out there in Military Drive and just in the hood would, you know, bump my music. And, um, and that's where I started, man. So it feels good to wrap it up there. What I'm most excited about is that was a comedy club we had been trying to get into, and we finally did it. Yeah, finally so, it happened. Yeah. Uh, also, El Paso. Um, we're act- that's actually a promoter of the headliners, Earthquake, and mm-hmm. I think Lou Nell's on the lineup. Um, September anyway, 15th, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. that's that. So I'm sure they're promoting heavy out there. But anyway, folks, uh, we haven't been on the podcast uh, game heavy. We, we haven't been home for two weeks. Um, all this Harvey stuff is crazy. And um, like I said, uh, I wanted everybody here to kind of just share what they went through, where they had to stay. Um, everybody here in this room has family and friends that they had to check up on. Mm-hmm. And everybody heard tragic stories and, and some positive stories as well. As well. And um, again, I, feel, I honestly feel, I don't know if y'all agree, like there's this new found Houston pride. Like there's just a little bit more pride. And like I'm going to get Astros hat, a te- a Texans hat. Hey, Saints won the Super Bowl when uh, Katrina hit. That's all I can say. <laughs> you trying to say? Hey, Super Bowl, baby. Uh-oh, Mattress Mac. <laughs> uh, shout out to Mattress Mac, man. He's an example of somebody who, like, jumped in. I've known, I've heard of, I've known of Mattress Mac since I was a little bitty kid. He'd come on TV, gallery furniture, really well, save you, you money. money. He'd jump up with the money in his hand, and, and he's got that and little. And he'd be in the mattress, babe, remember? Mac, he, yep. he would do all Mattress Mac. And they got good hot dogs over there. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I've never even been to a gallery furniture. What? Are you serious? I've been the biggest one. And that's... Uh, North on 45. The, yeah, the 45. Yeah. One. Huge. So huge. us too. And I used to remember when we used to go there like to buy furniture when we were younger. It was like the last time I went, it was when their whole food court thing had started where they give you popcorn or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to be like... Well, what? This is better than fingers. <laughs> you guys don't know about fingers. No, I, remember fingers. I remember fingers. I remember fingers. fingers. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Why didn't we always come to this place? Fingers ain't got no popcorn, right? <laughs> it was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so for everybody out there listening, um, and if you heard, caught wind of uh, this Mattress Mac guy, this Houston classic old school icon, entrepreneur, business guy. He slangs furniture. He does all kind of promotions and has billboards. And he's always doing things like he'll have a uh, bouncies out there for the kids and a little basketball go and he'll feed you free hot dogs. Blah, blah, blah. And um, and he has several stores, and then he delivers, like, you get your furniture today. And then he put those trucks to use to, like, deliver goods. He opened up his stores as shelter and brought people in, um, used probably a lot of his, like, warehouse space to, like, have a lot of supplies. And then, um, who was it, the Coast Guard that he let them sleep? Sleep on their beds, yeah. yeah. On uh, the little show, in the showroom, show yeah. where you have, like, these new beds, which... Obviously, he's going to lose profits from, like, he probably can't sell those beds. I mean, they were on display anyway. You can actually, they do showroom sales, though. Like, you get them for a discounted price because they're on the showroom, you know? So, I mean, he's not he's not completely at a loss, but I don't think he cares about that yeah, personally. Uh, yeah, he just did the right thing, and he didn't hesitate. Um, obviously, Joe Lostein kind of hesitated, like, a little bit, like a day and a half or something. Oh, my and, God. That poor guy is yeah, going to it forever. Supposedly, my sister said that normally his... his his church holds 16,000 people and that this last Sunday it was only like 1,500 and supposedly half of those people were evacuees. Um, <laughs> wow. 
wow. So basically, he's just getting roasted. Uh, the memes, they're going in on this dude. I saw one where he said, Jesus, take the wheel. I mean, Jesus, take them to Wheeler, which is another <laughs> church. Is a street over here. Um, but, yeah. So, again, thank you all for subscribing to the podcast. We're going to get back on these podcast episodes, I promise. Uh, we appreciate all the support. Also, if you want to give to our fund that we set up, it's all the proceeds are going to the Greater Houston Community Fund. It's a, it's a thing set up by the mayor and the judge. It's a charity, and it's localized. It's not going to go... You know, the money's not going to go somewhere else. It's it's a fund set up right here by Houstonians. and um, We don't touch the money, guys, just so y'all know, okay? Yeah, so right now, it's it, last time I checked, it's at almost 21000 And uh, like I said, we're probably going to close it down just so we can uh, forward it to them. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's it, man. We appreciate the love. The tour's kicking back off. It's good to be home. Uh, man, proud to be from H-Town. And uh, subscribe to the YouTube, man. The, uh, Adrian and Joseph, they're responsible for a lot of the new stuff that you see, why it's coming out so good and so funny. So shout out to them. Hello, crew. Thank you, thank you. Because we're loving the crew. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the groupies that, uh, you know, may or may not be hitting these uh, guys up. But, however, they are in committed relationships. Shout out to the guilds, So, all those groupies uh, are shut down. <laughs> all right, y'all. Appreciate it. Peace out. See y'all later. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Chingo Boom por la mañana. El podcast de la raza.